You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome once again to Ask the Best with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio, the only live show here on Pet Life Radio. And we're here for you. We're here to answer your questions about your dogs or cats. We're here to hopefully enhance that wonderful relationship that we have with our four legged furry friends. And you can give us a call and join in the conversation. Ask me any questions, 877-385-8882. Once again, 877-385-8882. If you're following us online, live as we speak, just join in the conversation. Just click on Pet Life Radio, Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, and you'll see a box. And on that box is me and uh, me and Lassie. You can see it right there. There you are. And you'll see the big box that says join in the conversation easy to do. We want to hear. And just for calling in, just for joining us online, just for asking us a question, we will send you out from our sponsors a free ProSense pet product as well as a Kong toy. So you can't lose. Free advice, free toys, a fun way to spend your next 30 minutes. Come on, what could be bad? So I'm actually here joining you on the east side of the continent, I should say, of the of the United States. I am here in New York. I literally was called in on Thursday evening to um, do a segment on Fox and Friends. So if you happen to have been watching Fox and Friends this morning, you would have caught me with the crew. We had the hosts. We had Anna and Tucker and Michael. And uh, we were doing a segment, which, you know, for weeks I've been talking about getting back into the subject matter of when to worry about your dogs or cats when they are presenting with certain problems. And we talked about the itchy skin problems. And we talked about the vomiting. And I promised that we're going to get to the next problem that's very, very common. And I want to help you determine when is it something you have to really worry about, rush to the doctor, when is it something you can kind of wait and see? How do they come on? And that is the limping dog or cat. Well, we're still going to get to it, but we're not going to get to it today because my segment this morning was really cool. You know, around the corner, like tomorrow is Labor Day. And one of the things that we often see around holidays, any kind of those holidays, whether it's 4th of July, whether it's Memorial Day, whether it's Labor Day, any of those days that you're going to have friends and family over, you're going to have the barbecues. I mean, there are a lot of things that can happen to your dogs or cats. I mean, certainly I, the owner of, well, five dogs, but two Labradors and a Labradoodle, clearly for any of you out there that have Labradors or Labradoodles know that the first and foremost in their minds is what can I eat? What can I get a hold of? What can I find out of the garbage? What can I steal off the countertop or the grill? So the dietary indiscretion problems, the pancreatitis and things like that are very, very common on these days. But another problem that we have to deal with is people coming over, gates being left open, doors being left open, and that is the bolting dog or cat. These are the dogs or cats that, given the opportunity to escape and run out of the house, they will. And it's happened to all of us. It's happened to me. So what we were talking about this morning on Fox and Friends was the high-tech options when it comes to identifying and finding your pets 
and hopefully preventing the pet loss in the first place. So we start with microchipping. Microchipping is a must. There are a number of great companies out there. I'll tell you one that I really like. It's new. I've always been a fan of Home Again. Home Again is a great system. They, they also have a pet recovery system that you can subscribe for. It's like $14 and $15 a year. It's nothing. And they will actually help you in the case of an event of a loss. They will contact the local hospitals, the local shelters. They will help bring out their team to help hang posters. I mean, they, it's really a great system. Another one I was introduced to at one of the veterinary trade shows last year is called Save This Life Pet Microchip. Now, first of all, one of the things you need to do about microchipping, and it's something that you may even speak to your veterinarian about because it may require another microchip, and that is the United States has finally, note we are the last country to make this switch. And this switch is what we call the universal or ISO microchip. And instead of being like the AVID chip, which is just nine numbers, it says AVID and then uh, three sets of three numbers, or the standard microchips like the uh, ASPCA microchip, like the Home Again, which always has been a, a 10-digit alpha numeric, the ISO system is 15 digits, all numeric. There are no letters. It's all numbers, typically starting with nine here in the U.S., but it, it could be anything. And it's a series of 15 numerics. So now, since the frequencies of the chip are different, many of the older scanners that are not known as universal scanners may not be able to read the newer chips, and the new chips can't be read. So likewise, if your dog ends up in Europe with an old chip, they will not pick the chip up because those scanners in Europe are all the new frequency, and therefore they can't read the old 125 megahertz chip. So it's very important to speak to your veterinarian. If there's not using, if they're not using, or if you plan on traveling, you may need to re-chip your pet with the newer ISO standard, or get ready for this, you may need to bring one of the old scanners with you. Trust me, it's a lot less expensive and a lot easier just to get a new chip. The one that I liked, as I mentioned, the new one, Save This Life, works as follows. When you chip your dog with their chip, you automatically get a tag with the microchip number on it. Or you can also send them your current chip and they will make a tag specifically with your current chip. So you do not have to rechip your dog if you choose not to, especially if you already have an ISO chip. They will just use the existing number. And it takes about four to six weeks. They'll send you a tag. The tag says, Google this number. What they do is when they register the number, each number gets its own Google account. And it's free. Uh, there's, I, I think it's a $20 registration fee and, and it's forever. So you Google that number. And so let's say I'm walking around, I see a dog, a loose dog, and I look at his uh, tag, his collar, and sure enough, he's got a chip that says Google's number. So I take out my phone, and I Google that number, and all of a sudden, I'm going to get a Google map that's going to come up, and that is going to alert the folks over at Save This Life. They have a 24-7 hotline. They, in turn, will then call the registered owner of that chip, and not only will I get a phone call, I'll get an alert, and a Google map will come up on my phone as well, and the finder and the pet parent are going to have a Google map conversing basically with each other. And on the map, you'll see A and B. So you will know as the pet owner, the pet parent, exactly where your pet is. And then you can call on the phone and talk to the guy or a girl, whoever found your dog and say, hey, wait a second, I see where you are. You're six blocks away. I'll be there in, in three minutes. So whatever the case may be. So it's really cool. In essence, uses your phones as the GPS locator. And you could talk to each other, and that's how you recover your pet. Now, understand a few things. Number one, it obviously requires someone to find your pet and scan it. It's not a GPS 
but it is an implantable chip that needs no recharging and nobody can tamper with it. So it's a great way. To, I think it's a second alternative. There is no one that's good for everything. Every one of them has their ups and downs. So I recommend you're going to sort of combine two of them anyway. Let me give you a scary statistic. This is according to the SPCA that 14% of dogs, of the millions of dogs across the country, 14% of all these dogs have been lost. And of those lost pets, so that's in the millions. When you talk about 14% of, you know, 130 million dogs and cats, that's a huge number. And only 10 to 30%, depending on region, depending on the type of animal, the age of the animal, whether or not, you know, what type of ID they had, if they had any ID at all, only 10 to 30% have been reunited with their owners. So that's a scary statistic. So if nothing else should motivate you to get your butts in gear, get to your veterinarian, get to the shelter, and at the very least, get a microchip. Here's some other really cool high-tech things. It's an app. It's called Finding Rover. You can just download it for free, and it's a facial recognition app. So what you do is basically you take a picture of your dog, you know, try to get him a, that perfect still shot where he's just sitting there and just smiling for the camera. And you send it in to Finding Rover, you register, and then they will keep that face on file. When the dog is found, you'll get a tag that says, you know, take a picture and send it in to FindingRover.com. Then what happens is they will match the facial features. And then if there's a match, they will contact you and say, hey, we have your dog. So anyway, that's really, really cool. It's called Facial Recognition Finding Rover. Now, also another you know, good thing to have is the invisible fence concept is really a good idea. Basically, it has a, a unit that's a tr- transmitter. It has a receiver on the collar, and dogs wear it and the collar. And as they get close to the 100 and some odd foot boundary, it's a circumference, then they will get a little chirp, and they soon learn what that chirp means because as they get even closer to that edge of the boundary, then they'll get a little kind of a... I don't, it's not a shock. It's like a little, it's a little buzz that's delivered by some uh, the little collar that they wear that's got these two little electrodes. I felt it. It's not a shock. It's more of an annoyance, but you, you just know it that, yep, someone's trying to get my attention. And you can put little flags up around the perimeter. So that's really cool. And so this will, if anything, prevent your dog from getting out, especially if you have a large property and it's not completely all fenced in. Next up, what did we talk about? Oh, next up, we talked about the collars. They're actually clip-ons to the collars that provide activity monitoring and GPS. And they're really, really cool as well. So what we're going to do now is take our quick break, a word from our sponsors, a word from Pet Life Radio. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a few more things that I thought were really, really cool. Don't go away. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. This is my tired of itching face. Does your dog suffer from persistent itching and scratching? Allergies and skin irritations caused by environment, including pollens, insects, especially fleas, food, and common household allergens are common problems in dogs. It's easy to alleviate your dog's discomfort at home with ProSense. ProSense itch and allergy products provide fast relief from symptoms like itchy, irritated skin, skin infections like hot spots and watery eyes. ProSense products are veterinary formulated and recommended to ensure the very best for your pet. Try ProSense today. Your dog will thank you for it. Pets love life. Love them back with ProSense. 
Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back. And thanks for joining us here. I'm Dr. Jeff Werber, your host here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. And uh, before the break, we were, um, I'll start from the beginning. I was here in New York and I was invited to come on once again. I do some segments for Fox and Friends and they uh, wanted to do a segment with Labor Day, just literally around the corner tomorrow, noticing the word from the ASPCA and the Humane Society of New York and that there are a lot of pets that seem to get lost, run away during these holiday days, days that there are people coming over, the barbecues are going, the guests are coming, maybe just maybe a little bit uh, too much drinking beer, who knows? But anyway, these a uh, lot of pets get away. And um, it just adds to the huge number of millions and millions of lost pets every year. And sadly, only 10 to 30% are recovered. As a matter of fact, when it comes to cats, more so than dogs, a cat that ends up in a shelter has only about a 10% chance of either being reunited with its family or rehomed into another family. Now, you know what that means. If only 10% find their way out, you can only imagine what happens to the other 90%. So having, at the very least, a microchip, a tamper-proof form of identification, that in of itself is an insurance policy because shelters will not put animals to sleep that are microchipped. And also, for those of you that have done the correct thing and have gotten your pets microchipped, it's also important to make sure that you, if required, that you at least re-register once a year. For many microchips, it's free. For others, depending on what other services they offer, it might be uh, 10 or 15 bucks a year. It's nothing for your pet's safety, your pet's life. 
So I highly encourage, speak to your veterinarians and make sure at the very least your pets are microchipped. Of course, external ID is a necessity as well. We did talk about the Save This Life microchip, which can team up via Google and Google Maps and the Finder and you and sort of acts as a GPS locator. Uh, We talked about invisible fencing. And now we're going to talk about some of the newer technologies, and those are the GPS locators. There's a product out there that, well, first of all, the Garvin product, which is very expensive, but very, very good. Uh, That runs about close to 400 bucks. But the TAG, T-A-G-G product, costs about 100 bucks. And it is a little clip-on device that sits on the dog's collar and literally sends out a GPS signal. So at any time during the day, you can actually see, you'll get an alert if the dog starts to move. You can actually set up what's called a geofence. So what the geofence does is you can set boundaries where if your dog goes outside of that GPS boundary, then you're going to get an alert on your phone. So clearly you might just make your boundary your, your yard. And if the dog is outside of that yard, you'll get an alert. And you can actually track them. You can monitor. That's why it's a GPS tracking system. Obviously, the problem with GPS systems in general is how strong the signal is and how you have to continually recharge. It does come with a recharger, rechargeable battery. So in the evening when you're home with your, your pet, you can just unclip it from the uh, collar and stick it in the charging unit. The other one that I like, it's currently more of an activity monitor, but you can set parameters as well. And you can also link in to someone. In fact, I got to tell you a funny story. And that is the whistle. And the whistle is also, by next summer, we'll have the whistle GPS as well. Now, because it, it doesn't currently work the GPS, there's no monthly fee. Obviously, the tag and, and the Garvin product have, have to have monthly fees, but this is no monthly fee, and it works through Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, and it is continually linked to your phone. So I get alerts every hour about how my dogs are doing. Are they sitting around doing nothing? So the beauty is I know I can picture the spikes in my dog's activity when maybe someone's outside playing ball, when they're in the pool swimming, when they're running around, whatever. But I also know when rest time is. So the nice thing when you could check in to see what your dog's activity is is like, and if you all of a sudden see, wait a second, he's never running around at this time, there's a good chance he may be out. Also, there's a funny story. One of my clients whose dog had a whistle, and the dog walker wasn't aware of this feature, but you can link in via Bluetooth to another person's phone and find out what's going on. So they were paying this dog walker to actually walk and exercise the dog. So my client went on to the, her phone to see, well, let's see what, the, what our Rover's doing now. And it was just flatlining. He was just chilling. So she goes, wait a second. I'm paying this dog walker to walk and run with my dog at the park. And there is no activity right now. Busted. So it's really a cool device also. So it's a little more proactive for you to, to track your dog as far as dog getting lost and running around freely when it's not supposed to. However, it's one of those devices that there is no monthly fee and it's relatively inexpensive. It's a no-brainer. And it's really cool also just to be able to tell you, you know, a veterinarian how much exercise your dog is getting during the day, especially in cases of obesity. It's nice to know what the uh, activity is going on. So I also like the Whistle product. And again, that uh, starting next year is going to have GPS as well. Another product that I thought was really cool, it's called a Pet Hub. And it's a little medallion, a little teeny collar, very lightweight that they can you know, wear on their collars as well. And on the back is one of those boxes, you know, those QR code boxes. And it literally shows when you click on it with your phone, if you have that app, and everyone should have that app, the QR reader, all the pet's information comes up, you get a phone number to call. And as soon as that code is read, that, you know, that kind of funny looking black and white box with all the checkerboard kind of thing, as soon as that's read, the folks over at PetHub will get an alert. So 
they will then contact the owner on record and say, by the way, I don't know if your dog is lost or not. I don't know if you were playing with the collar, the, the, the tag, but someone just scanned it. So then you can check it. If it wasn't you, well, it was somebody else, which means chances are your dog is not where you think it is. So it's also a great way to utilize this technology to help, A, find your pets if they're lost, check on them during the day to make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and to check that they are where they are supposed to be, and, you know, again, find them if they're lost. And I would, as I said, I would always recommend more than just a typical ID tag. I think a microchip is a must under any circumstance. Tags fall off. Tags can be removed. The microchip cannot. I mean, it can be through surgery, but it's unlikely anyone's going to want to steal a dog and cut into and try to find the microchip unless they're in cahoots with a veterinarian, someone has an x-ray machine, and some surgical skills. So I don't think that's going to happen. So I think a microchip is one of the safest things you can have. And then as far as the ancillary products, some sort of GPS or, or activity monitor, some way that with your phone, you can log in and just kind of check where your animal is, what he's doing. Is he doing what he's supposed to be doing? Is he with who he's supposed to be with? These are all the things you can check with some of these really cool devices. And as I said, this is for all the time. However, when it comes to the holiday times and with Labor Day tomorrow, this is when we really should be paying really close attention to our pets to make sure they're safe. And, you know, look, as I mentioned in the, in the first part of the show, dogs love to eat. Many dogs love our food. Be really careful. I mean, it's not the end of the world to give them something really good to eat, but make sure if it's going to be meat that you cut away the fat. Make sure you stay away from any fatty foods, things like, like avocado, the sauces that you're going to grill the meats on, the barbecue sauces, things like that are not good for pets. If you are going to give them grilled chicken, remove the skin and just give them pure chicken meat. You know, they'll love it, but you want to be careful because we don't want to create a problem with a gastrointestinal upset. We don't want to create a problem with pancreatitis. And these are all things that can happen when our dogs seem to uh, eat more than we want them to, especially if you have breeds that, that are big enough to help themselves to the, uh, the kitchen counters. And other than that, as I said, next week, we are going to hopefully get back on track. I will be back in Los Angeles live with you next Sunday. And we are going to start talking once again about some of the problems that dogs can present with and just kind of help you sift through what of those problems are serious. When should you call your veterinarian right away? When might you be able to kind of do some kind of easy things at home, whether it's a matter of just rest, maybe uh, uh, some Benadryl like uh, antihistamine, maybe it's a single aspirin or scriptin, no Tylenol, no Advil, no um, you know, ibuprofen, any stuff like that, Motrin. Those are, uh, are off limits for dogs and cats. Tylenol will kill a cat, so absolutely not. Always check with your veterinarian if you are thinking about using any human product for your pet, many of them are safe. The doses may be different, sometimes higher, sometimes way lower. There's different sensitivity, but the safe thing would be to always check with your veterinarian. And uh, if you are making together, what I you know, always recommend to my clients is put together a toolkit, a medicine kit. Uh, I would just say you could take an old toolbox and all the things that you might need for your pet, bandage material, it's almost like making a good homemade first aid kit. And in it, you can have things that you probably have around the house anyway, that are safe to use for pets, but you need to know when to use them and how to use them. So that's not a bad idea. When you get some time, talk to your veterinarian or one of the technicians at the hospital. So anyway, our time is up once again. This uh, 30 minutes goes really fast. I hope you got some good information today on pet ID, on preventing lost pets, and making sure that you have a very safe 
enjoyable Labor Day tomorrow on Monday. And we'll be back here next Sunday, same time, same channel, 9 a.m. back in the West, 12 noon here in the East. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.